Good afternoon. You're listening to KMXT 100.1 FM's Talk of the Rock. I'm your host today, Dylan Samard. Joining me is Nathaniel Gar- Garcia of the GW underscore anxiety underscore talks podcast. How are you doing today? Oh, man, it's a it's a blessing. Pleasure, pleasure to be here. Just excited. Yep. A little so, nervous. Let's jump right into, tell me what your podcast is about. I feel like some of it was given away by the name, but... Um, well, GW Anxiety Talks is a platform that I've created about a month ago for people to come together to negotiate or to come in the terms of figuring out how anxiety works. And um, we want to utilize that to create a platform where people can interact with each other as well as myself and create ways of just dealing with it or coping or getting through with it. So it's bigger than just me or my page. It's a universal platform for anyone who's welcome to join. And you base this here out of Kodiak, right? Yes, sir. So uh, how long have you been doing this? Um, well, the idea was at least about a year f- you know, since uh, it got actually done, but the actual initial work took place about a month ago. Mm. So you've got a few episodes out now. I've heard some of them. How many episodes do you yes, have? Yes, sir. Out? I got two uh, episodes there. I should have another one here shortly, but I have two episodes up. Okay. So what inspired you to do this podcast? Um, not only suffering it, but the people I interact with who suffer it. Um, and a few losses in my life uh, played a factor in me creating this platform. So I figured... You know, we shed light on frivolous things on a daily basis in our personal you know, lives. Why not shed some of the light on something that's necessary, mm-hmm. such as mental health awareness? Right. So we're, I, here's a question that I, I, I do really want to get into okay. here, because we, we have talked about this a little bit before the show. Yes, sir. Um, where would you characterize the way that people talk about anxiety in our day-to-day lives now? I mean... You know, I'm just one man, so I'm, I'm just giving you my standpoint. The way I see it, it's it's not enough. It's And it doesn't come off as important as anything else would if it was on the news or such. But I think that we need to make it a, a bigger issue than what it already is so we can stay on top of it, so we can have less people passing and or just mishaps being created you know what i mean and there's a lot of individuals who are suffering right now who may need to talk who may need to be able to vent or want to be in a place where they feel normal and it's kind of difficult to say things to an individual especially if they don't suffer it or they don't understand it some people don't believe it so there's a difference between going through it and not going through it because the ones who are not going through it really don't see it existing. They think it's just a, it's all in your head type of ideal thing. And it's not, it's some of us like me, we're born with it. Right. So, so you have this podcast obviously, and your point is to get more of this message out there and give people more resources. Right. Uh, How do you see the podcast as a vehicle to get that discussion more public? First, you know, it starts with making a little bit of noise in my personal podcast, which means episodes, episodes, episodes. And then, you know, just interacting with the people, getting them involved. So the more people I can get involved, then we can have a sit down and create this place where we all see fit for all of us to go, Okay, well, this is where we need to be. And um, let's all come together with these situations and solutions and work on how we could better it but it it has to start as a as a 
team thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's bigger than me. It's hard doing it alone, but it'd be easier when you have a whole community behind you who's willing to step up and say, okay, well, we can deal this thing out together. So what's your like long-term vision for the podcast? Um, my long-term, my long-term goal is to get everybody updated, aware, um, and basically get myself along with everybody else who suffer it back on board with some of the things we love to do because this thing can keep you from having what we would say a normal day or a day in the life of us would be like. Mm -hmm. So the long-term goal is to make sure everybody is informed um, and to be able to move and and, and continue doing what you love to do on your day-to-day basis. Right. So tell me, please, about your personal struggle with anxiety. I was born with anxiety in um, 1986, so I had a rough upcoming, just like everybody else. But um, I've learned that I suffer that for years and years on end. I thought I had asthma, so I was mistreating it. Mm. And then when I came down to the conclusion, like, okay, I, this is exactly what it is, after seeing a few doctors, um, it was it was rough. It was a hard thing for me to deal with um, because I didn't want to believe it. I guess I was in denial. And then uh, after a while, when I came to this island, um, great people here on this island, um, great help from the Canna and, 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 and uh, Providence, good people here, good folk there, helpful doctors here, um, helped me get a better understanding of what, I, what I've been dealing with. And it's not easy. So I had to make mental adjustments and First, I was starting out with trying to get rid of the thought, because that's all that was, was a thought of me trying to get rid, and led to me saying, okay, well, how about I rephrase that and learn how to live with this thing, you know what I mean? And, right. And it's, it's, it's hard to deal with, but you know, when you're in that moment and you're going through anxiety, man, these things can be difficult, so I had to learn to live with it, and then um, from there, I wanted more. I wanted more out of me, I wanted just, I wanted to be able to complete what I love to do while dealing with it. And it's been rough. It's been a long journey, rough road, but it's a blessing, and here we are. So, you, I mean, you mentioned that you were born with it, but did, mm-hmm. I mean, I presume you didn't know all your life that you had an anxiety disorder. Do you know when, like, you, it, when did you find out, if you don't mind me asking? To be honest, I found out, I want to say 2013 from uh, a doctor in uh, New York City. Um, so was out of Lincoln Hospital of New York City. Mm. Um, I found out there and man, I, it was like I felt winded when he told me. And I just sat there and I just had my face in my hands wondering what's my next step? How can I you know, move forth? And I don't have any knowledge of this. So right. I don't know what I'm dealing with. But it, I just knew I was dealing with something because I had levels of emotion that didn't make sense to me. Right. I mean, did you believe it at first, or? To be honest, um, you could have told me anything at that time. I wouldn't have believed it. Right. It was just like one of them, you have to see it to believe it things. And yeah. then when you're in that hospital room and they're telling you these things, you have no choice then but to believe it or you could continue living in denial. Right. So I was like, you know what? This is something I have to take seriously. Right. So... Can you tell me a bit about how you have have had this journey from like that moment when you were diagnosed in 2013 all the way to today with you operating this podcast now here in Kodiak? 
um, man, it was rough. Um, I had a few sit downs with a few good individuals, uh, my good cousin Azan and uh, my family, my wife, Colleen, uh, one of my best friends, Steve, uh, we sat down and I told him, look, I, I wanna know what's really going on with myself and you know, there's things I have questions to, I have no answers. And then uh, it was like a calling, I guess you can say. Um, Cause I'm always active with, the, with my music and other little hobbies I have, but for some reason this stuck out more than anything. So um, one night I was just sitting there and I'm like, man, I'm looking at all these other YouTubers and podcasters come up with their approach on whatever it is that they want to talk about and discuss. And I, I wanted to separate myself from that. I wanted to be able to go, okay, well, I want to, excuse me, revolve my stuff around this and this only, excuse me, and um, be able to involve the people who are just like me in, in, into it. But I, I needed a you know, just to get a little bit more insight on it before even doing it. So I spend many nights, late late nights, just watching just other podcasters and YouTubers and then information on mental health awareness and just just seeing doctors and, and just interacting with people on the normal and just started saying, okay, you know what, this is it. This is, I, I feel it, I feel, everything about it feels right. And I think it's the time, it's the time for it, especially me just having a loss in my family, mm. you know what I mean, with an uncle that was here on island. I, I pretty much knew even before then it was time for it. So when that happened, it was just clear as day, it was even more time for it. Okay. So how, what sort of like techniques, like what, what sort of the, con go, walk me through like the content of your podcasts. So the podcast is a non-judgmental platform where you can freely come to us us as in me and the community as a whole and speak in levels of detail of what it is you're going through and um, we're not here to judge because I will be giving you delivery right back of what I'm going through um, and basically expressing how we deal with it on a personal note separate so anyone else listening can chime in and go okay well he has this technique I want to try that because I've been doing this and vice versa to whoever else is on the cast or listening. And um, basically to come back together again and discuss those techniques you just tried, you know what I mean, that you heard us say or propose that we were gonna do and be able to create that place where we can always allow each other to know if you haven't heard somebody loves you or cares, I love you and I care, we care. You know what I mean? This is not a me thing, I say it on the cast all the time, it's a we thing, so. It's a platform where it's, if it could have been virtual, I would have made it virtual, mm -hmm. but it isn't. So it's all audio and through a platform of Facebook and whatnot. But um, I created that to be a little safe place for people who are not big time Facebookers or, you know, whatever the case may be. But if they do want to express or they do want to chime in, they are more than welcome to. There's, there's no requirement necessary other than just you being you coming along with yourself. Right. And, you know, whatever you want to present to us. But um, the platform is basically to uplift people, you know what I mean, on a day in and day out. Because we don't get to hear enough we care and we love each other. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm here if you want me to loan you an ear to van or however you want to, you know what I mean, express yourself. We're here. Um, we're not here to be judgmental. We're not here to be bashful. We're not here to be 
evil to each other. We're here to just support, celebrate one another. It's like a grassroots uh, mental health support group. Right. Um, can you tell me a little bit about some of the, uh, I know that in, uh, I, I watched an episode earlier today that was talking about like some of the different techniques that you recommend that people, people do. And these are like pretty, pretty serious. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the, the three, three, three rule you were talking about. So there's a three, three, three rule. Um, it's a simple way to change your focus and you can look around, um, name three things you hear, see, then listen. And, um, Basically, it says here, this is, I'm going to read you something that um, I've taught in my first class, and it's, uh, you can survive three minutes without breathable air, generally with protection, or icy water. Um, right. Part and stuff. It's just a whole bunch of anxiety things here that I have here. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 3-3 rule is basically looking around you, naming three things you see and hear, and it allows you to create confusion in the mind when you're having it. I was the first one to uh, be... um, And that's for panic attacks, right? Right. And I was the first one when it got presented to me to reject that rule, the 333 rule. I was sitting in the room, clear as day, and I'm looking around and I felt lightly foolish about it at first because I, you know, if you don't know, then obviously it's going to be hard to convince me, but um, I tried it when I had it deeply and um, I looked around, started focusing on the things I see, I hear supposed to wiggle your arms and your fingers and before I knew it I really couldn't remember what I was thinking about the first time to begin with so I said oh this does work yeah yeah and um that's the three 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 rule no I I remember I didn't I didn't believe in in that one when I was uh younger I had I had actually like a really crazy um method that my dad actually taught me funnily enough was um I would start uh like counting in binary code right um which is like you know um you, you just start like right you would do uh binary code you have two numbers to define all numbers right okay. so you have so one is written as one and then two is written as one zero mm-hmm. then three is li- written as one one and then four is one zero zero and i would just have these like sketch pads just filled with me just doing strings of binary code just down line after line and it was just so like repetitive and like monotonous that it was just like oh whatever but it worked <laughs> it worked it totally worked see and these things are designed for there's a lot even that you just taught me something new that's that's i have never heard of that that's that's another newbie for me oh you look like a crazy person when you do it like <laughs> but you know what's crazy keep in mind when we're doing it it's it's working it's getting us out of whatever uh, uh funk we was in right whatever it takes right, right exactly so are there like particular podcasts or like YouTubers or influencers who like sort of uh, who you looked at and you were like, yeah, this is part of like the vision that I want to have for this podcast that you're doing? Um, not specifically. They don't all. There are YouTubers that are inspirational to me, and um, you know, back home, um, I listen to a lot of them. And one thing that I, I, I promise to set aside myself from any other podcast or YouTuber is that. I would not allow myself to be bashful to any other YouTuber or podcast out there because I'm learning that as podcast people are doing their thing, they can get so caught up into it that they cross paths and then they start going at each other and it's no longer a blessing. It just becomes a curse. You know what I mean? All the way around. And I'm not interested in in none of that. So I'd rather just stay in my lane, learn what I can learn in my lane and teach in my lane. That way the people don't get misconstrued of what this podcast was about to begin with so but i'm always inspired man it's 
great people out there doing it. I'm pretty sure there's people here doing it. I have yet to hear a few, but, you know, I'm inspired. I'm always inspired. Right. So, I mean, you mentioned, like, the 3x3x3 the three by three by three rule. Are there any other sort of techniques that you like to rely on personally, like if you were having a, a panic attack or, or having an anxiety for me, issue? For me, this is uh, people out there will laugh. For me, my only, uh, what, what helps for me is comedy. Huh, yeah. Um, for some reason, when I, when I feel anxiety coming on strong and I'm either out and about, and I know like it's it can get weird if I make a move a certain way because nobody's gonna understand what I'm going through at that very moment. I immediately just think of something just just funny, 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 and just you know run with it. And or I make people laugh, or I would listen to some type of comedy, and it it'll help balance out what I'm feeling. It'll be it'll ease the pain a little bit, and then it'll lightly disappear, and then I can get back to whatever reality is. But um, that or deep breaths, yeah, taking in strong deep breaths, clearing the mind. You can do yoga, you can meditate, um, or you can call your your normal best friend on the phone and say, "Hey, you got a minute?" and just vent. And then by the time that call is done, so should anxiety at the moment. Yeah, you know, right? It's 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 interesting what you bring up about comedy because I know that like you know for 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 um like my grandfather for example, really funny dude, and his mm-hmm. expression was always like you laugh or you cry, right? right. It's it, you you find that there's just like a sort of a very old school way of like looking at anxiety and mental health issues and just being like, what if we just like try to be as funny as possible, right? And um. And uh, well, another interesting thing: uh, very, very high rates of like mental health issues, disorders among comedians. Mm-hmm. Very, very high issues of like depression and generalized anxiety disorder among them. And you just brought up something that's a key thing too, because people like us who listen to these comedians, we're just fans, right? We're not understanding the deeper side of them right. telling these jokes. So sometimes the joke may sound a little bit more funnier because it's actually real. Right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? These jokes were developed as the situation occurred. So yeah. it's like we have to take heed into that. It's similar to, you know, whatever profession we have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's a beautiful thing to be able to understand it and, you know, not criticize while understanding it. So, I, you know, I look at that as um as something real big. And I'm also big on... Or, or family orientated things. Yeah. Friends and family. Like if I, if I know I'm going through such, so I would host a little event maybe, you know what I mean? Cookout, mm-hmm. a few beverages, everybody gets together and talk and mingle and families are just amongst families having a good time. And it's, those are the moments that help anxiety kind of stay away. Right. You know what I mean? I do think that that's, some, that, that's always something where it's like, I mean, honestly, like my own relationship with my own anxiety got better once I was like, I, I kind of hit this point in like college where I was like, I'm just going to like put a ton of energy into having like big events, right? Like just getting as many people together as possible. And I definitely felt the better for it. And I think it's, right. I think it's a shame. I don't think enough people get enough of that kind of time. And then with anxiety at a, um, having it, one thing I've noticed about me that I can't shy away from is that for some reason when I'm in it. I'm only interested in doing good for everybody around me or mm. doing something for somebody around me. It's like no longer benefiting me. It's like even the joke, I wouldn't even tell it to make me laugh. It'll make you laugh and I get joy in you laughing. So then now 
I'm at ease. Right. So it's one of those things, man. It's like anxiety is something that's difficult. You can always have a defense mechanism or defense wall up at all times. And no one wants to live like that, yeah. especially when you, you have a wall up and the person on the opposite side is a good, good, genuine person. You don't want to because we don't know who we're moving to the side. Yeah. Not purposely, but just out of shielding our own feelings and what we go through. You know what right. I mean? So. And it, and it's exhausting. Oh, I mean, it is. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. I mean, it's like if you ever seen an episode of Superman and he saves the world, but then in order for him to regroup, he has to fly up and yeah. he hears everything, but yeah. he has to focus on that one thing he's looking for. Right. It's like that. It's no different from that, man. We hear everything and we have to focus out of all the noise, that one particular noise that gets us out of it and then that rejuvenating moment hits and then it's like, okay, okay, I can move on, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So what are some of your, like, I know you've mentioned, like, techniques, but what are, like, some of your outlets? I know you do the podcast. I think you're also involved um, in music. The music, music has always been my therapist because it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but uh, all, all seriousness, um, it's a way of me expressing whatever angered feel, feelings I have towards anything. You know what I mean? It's, it's a release thing for me right so music has been my love since a kid if i didn't know how to do anything right it was always music um but um i love doing clothes Mm -hmm. customizing clothes and you know everybody likes to get all fly and and nice and uh you know we just you know I, i like to design certain things and the help of um you know my lady colleen and 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 a few other friends of mine uh my man uh uh matthew zoka with drip check he has his own brand going and we i just love to uh just just you know create man and another other thing it's streaming i guess mm-hmm. uh in the gaming world yeah where yeah we can nerd out and just be normal right. everybody else i hate to use that word but I, I i embraced it sometimes you know once in the blue i feel like a super you know nerd i guess if i can say that word and, yeah, uh, yeah you know just that's fine <laughs> you know what i mean and just educate myself on certain things like oh what does this button do what does this do and oh, like we like stream out on uh twitch or twitch yeah, uh, yeah you know just just stream out gaming out with a few uh family and friends back home and that's really most enjoyable especially the ones i, I know i would hang out and kick it with if i were back home and being yeah. that i'm not i'm here so we we kind of use that as a way of kicking it so it's like you're looking at this guy's uh, avatar in the game he's looking at yours and we somewhat we somehow feel like we're there like yeah right. man let's hang out let's go here all right we'll go here no i know so i know exactly what you it's mean pretty much like that and uh if it isn't any of those things pretty much to me is getting people together so we can do cookouts and have a, 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 a just a get together gathering. It doesn't have to be anything specific. It could just be just friends with friends, just getting right. together, linking up. So let's say that there's somebody listening to us talking right now who knows that they're suffering from anxiety but doesn't know how to how to like get get their headspace right. How would you recommend that they go about that? What direction would you point them in? First thing I would say is don't beat yourself up. Whatever you do, immediately stop that. Do not allow any anything or anybody's negative judgment cloud your mental space. You're already in need just like we all are. Um, I suggest you call someone you're truly comfortable with. Or if you're in a household full of people, go to the main one you're mostly comfortable with. Discuss this. If it's, If it's deeper than that, I would suggest you go to your nearest hospital or clinic and seek help. 
I would highly suggest you seek help. This is not something for a newbie to take on on its own. It's mm. not. Trust me, it's not. I've been in and out the hospital in New York and here going through this battle. So I'm not giving you no jive. I'm, I'm, I'm really telling you guys this is serious stuff. You want to take heed and, and into consideration your mind is desperately craving to be at ease. And what we need to do is go find and seek the proper help and, you know, or the close individuals you're comfortable with venting to and, and you know, just pour out and, and you know, just be you. As long as that person you, you're around is genuine and you should be all right. But seek help, please. There are, you know, a lot of people on the island and probably everywhere who struggle with anxiety. Why do you think that you're the guy who steps up and do this, does this podcast? It's a powerful uh, thing there that you just said. Um, <laughs> um, I can't say that I think that I am out of everyone, but what I can say is it just, it became a calling to me quicker than it may come to certain other individuals. And it's because I, I have a, you know, uh, upbringing where you're like on your own man and it's hard to create love if you were never given love mm -hmm. that's what I, I always tell somebody this it's powerful when you know someone who was never loved or given love and he himself is able to identify and give love that's powerful so for me I was always loving the moment loving others but I had to learn to love me and then loving me would allow me to say okay you know what I want to love me more. I want to step up and I want I want to be saved too. Mm -hmm. So this is, I'm just another guy in line, Kodiak. I'm not the one, but I'm just trying to help out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, where where can people find the podcast and how they, get, they can get hooked up into that space that you're creating? Okay, um, I do have a platform on Facebook, GW underscore... Uh, anxiety underscore talks and i will be filming a all-around podcast for people who don't have facebook on a rss dot feed mm -hmm. um i'm pretty sure you can download it right it's free to download um so rss dot feed and if you're on facebook gw anxiety underscore talks gw underscore anxiety underscore talks okay. and if you can't find either or just because you can't find it then you can look for nate Garcia on Facebook and then I'll direct you there but Nate Garcia is just my personal page it's not part right. of anxiety <laughs> well thanks again for coming on this has been another episode of KMXT 100.1 FM's Talk of the Rock I've been your host today Dylan Samar joining me was Nathaniel Garcia thank you for having me of the GW underscore anxiety underscore talks podcast thanks again